Good morning, everybody, and it's a beautiful day out there. It may not be sunny, but it's certainly beautiful. It's good to be out there. It's good to be alive. Baruch Hashem, it's great. And the air is waiting for us. It's fresh, and it's crisp, and it's brand new. Fresh new air, a new world. You know, it's a brand new world now. It's a world that survived the flood, and that's what we're in right now. And we are in the best position we can be in. We are living with the greatest man in the world. Amudo shel olam. The pillar of the world. He's holding up the world. The pillar of Chesed. Abraham Avinu. He's ours. He's our father. And we're living with him 4,000 years later. We're still living and learning from Abraham Avinu. Can you imagine that? We don't even know the names of our great-great-grandfathers. We don't know his name. <clears throat> but but 4,000 years later, we're still talking about Abraham Avinu, our great progenitor. And and we owe it all to him. In fact, Rambam says in the Morena Vuchim, that I heard the Rab saying that any good that we have and any good that we ever had and any beracha that we're going to have is only due to the zechut of Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. You hear that, my friends? So that means that whenever you want to pray for something, like we say in the Amidah, you pray for please Hashem, bizchut Abraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov. Not bizchut the mitzvot I did, for example, so to speak. And then certainly that is a zechut. That's a merit. But we have to be praying on the merit of our forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Yaakov. And that's what we're studying today, my friends. We're studying some of the great things that Abraham did so we can emulate them. It's, it's, we have five parashiot, and as we said, five, a lot of space. Hashem giving a lot, and if he could have given probably 50 parashiot on Abraham Avinu. But let's, and there's many midrashim on him. In fact, Atorah only begins when he's very late in life. He's 75 when Hashem contacted him at 75 years old. Before that, they don't say too much in the, in the Chumash, but the Rambam, I mean, the Rashim, they do unearth many other things about the, about the Rambam. The Rambam, let's, in Hilchot Yesu, in Hilchot Abodah Zarah, take a look at it, it's worthwhile. He talks about Abraham being, uh, 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 three years old and four, four, four years old and forty years old when he could discover Hashem and seventy, seventy-five years old and further. It just means he rediscovered Hashem at a different level. When he was four, when he was, uh, when he was, uh, seventy and, Four, to four and forty, excuse me, many different levels, always a little bit more, a little bit different level. So over here the Rambam says as follows, quote, he says like this, he says, in this manner of idolatry, the world continued to develop till the birth of Abraham, the pillar of the world. When this giant upon, upon, among men was weaned, he began to cast about, about in his mind by day and by night, wondering whence comes the energy which rotated the celestial bodies, there was no one to instruct him, but his mind could not rest until he continued to gain in understanding, until he finally arrived at the truth. That Rambam quote. Well, now when Abraham Avinu came in the scene, Rambam says he looked at the sun and saw how wonderfully it worked. The sun is just big enough to warm us. If it was any bigger, we'd be burned to a crisp. And if it was smaller, we'd be frozen. If the sun was a little closer, be burned. More distant, we'd be, we'd be frozen. How did it happen? that the sun would be exactly the exact distance and the exact size. Abraham was studying the happiness of this world, how good the sun is for us. With that, he came to recognize that there is someone in charge. Abraham, that is Abraham's system. He sees things that are happening, got to be somebody in, in charge. He looked at everything in the world and saw that nothing was accidental. And we should look at it the same way, my friends, all of us. Everything is full of plan and purpose. That's a, that's a coined phrase, plan and purpose. There's a designer. If there's a design, there's a designer. 
And all this plan and purpose demonstrate kindness, wisdom, and power. Those are three axioms we have to always think about. Good law, the tuvo, and da'at. We say it every Shabbat. Ulam, good law is power. Tuvo is kindness. And da'at is wisdom. Every single natural manifestation in this world will, will exhibit those, those, uh, those character traits, those characteristics of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And you've got to look at it, you'll see it. Um, and from there, he came to recognize the creator, Borei Olam. So, now it says in the Torah right then that Abraham and Sarah, they were a team. One without the other didn't work. They were, they were an unbelievable team. Sarah was so great. In fact, Torah tells us, as far as prophecy is concerned, she was greater than Abraham. Now, we couldn't say such a thing. But Torah is attesting to the fact that she was greater than Abraham in prophecy. Now, 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 actually, how do we learn that? Because when they were having a dispute, so to speak, and uh, about uh, getting kicking out Yishmael from the house, Sarah wanted to kick him out. Abraham was very obsessed about, upset about that. So they they said, okay. Sarah said, go ask Hashem about it. So Hashem, Abraham went to ask Hashem, what should what should we do? Sarah wants to kick him out. So then Hashem told him, whatever call Asher tomalecha Sarah shema bekola. Whatever Sarah tells you, listen to your wife. Listen to Sarah. Not only in this case, in every cases. That in every case, not just this one time, but every time. That's the method of the Torah, the Chumash especially. When it says it once, it means it all the time. For example, Vayikra B'Shem Hashem. Hashem went out and he called the name of Hashem. What did he do? He went out to convert people. Now, it doesn't mean that one day. It means he did it all the time. He always called out. But getting back to Abraham and Sarah, it says in the parashah, they made souls. The question is, how do you make a soul? Do you go to the laboratory and make a soul? How did they make souls? So, of course, Rashid gives you two answers. One is, they, uh, they made people by uh, buying slaves. They had slaves. Okay. And the other answer is, they converted people. How did they convert people? How did they make people? By making their minds. And that's who you are, my friends. You are your mind. When you go learn things, when you, when you help, when you teach people, when they teach you, when you teach anybody anything, become, you, you become their rabbi. You're making their mind, you become their rabbi. So you got to be careful what you, who you're learning from. And also, you want to learn from the best people, and you can make your own mind into something great. So they made people's minds, and that's how they made people. Of course, that's who you are. You are your mind. Have a great day today. Bye.